This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. It's an interesting thing that the concept is I heard my friend, he asked, why is it Purim is a happy day. What does it have to do with Adar? Adar is a month. So you start the month, and the month doesn't reflect in any way on Purim. Purim happened to be a day within the month of Adar. What does it have to do with the month of Adar? For example, when you have Pesach, so what do you say? You start cleaning, but you don't have any Morbin on Nisan. Uh, when you have any other thing, you don't have something in the middle of the month. You have Kislev. Hanukkah ends up in Kafhe Kislev. So in the beginning of Hanukkah, so well, Marbim Beora, Marbim Be Nisim, we don't have any of that. He said very interesting. He says that we found in the Megillah the one that reads the first chapter, second chapter, third chapter in the Megillah. Megillah is long, ten chapters. Until you reach later on in the Megillah, you see that things went terrible for the Jews. Jews were not mm. having it so well. Things were going terrible. All the things happened to be exactly, happened exactly on time against the Jews. Whatever happened throughout the Megillah in the beginning wasn't a good thing for any, anybody uh, in the Jewish nation. But you all understand that you read the book, the Megillah, entirely. You don't take just the first chapter, the second chapter. You see the whole Megillah together. You look at it as one big thing. If you don't have the end of the Megillah, so the Megillah is not kosher. You have to have the whole entire Megillah. If you hear the Megillah, you missed one word in the Megillah, you didn't hear, you're not Yotze. Why are you not Yotze? Because the idea is what we're saying right now. We're saying right now that when you see one thing by itself, it could be that that thing by itself looks like a bad thing. You don't see something positive when you see thing, one thing by itself. But when you take a look at the whole picture, you read the Megillah entirely from beginning till the end, all of a sudden you understand that things turned for the good. You understand now not only that things, things turned for the good, you understand that what happened from the very beginning was Letova. That's what we say, Chodesh Adar. Adar, Mishichnas Adar, Adar Hashet Evot, and Davara. Aleph, Daled, Resh, and Davara. What does that mean? Many things look bad. You come to an event like this, it doesn't look like a happy event. Why is it that in Judaism we don't look at things like that? Because in Judaism we look at the entire picture. And when you look at the entire picture, even things that look bad, in the big picture, they're not bad. There's a purpose for everything, and that purpose is good. That's what we see from the Megillah. You take a look at chapter 1, it's a problem. No good. Things are terrible. Jews are crying later on. And by Lovshim, Sakva Efer, Yutzal Arabim, terrible things. People were mourning, fasting for three days, terrible things. But you don't look only at that. You look at the entire picture. Entire picture, you say that it was for the good. This is the reason we do Adar right away with Simcha. Why is that? Because although in the Adar, in the beginning of Adar, there's nothing there. It's empty. Right now, there's nothing there. On the contrary, it could be that in the seventh day of Adar, Moshe Rabbeinu passed away, also was born on the seventh day. But seventh day of Adar, 
He passed away. It's not a good thing. Some bad things happen in Adar as well. But, Marbim Besimcha, already in the beginning. Why? To teach you that very concept. That even when you don't see anything, even when you see things that don't go so well, but when you take a look at the entire picture, there's Adar, in the middle of Adar, there is Purim that reflects on even the times that don't look so well, that look dull, that look not like something that we want to have. Baruch Hashem, that's the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu runs the world. Akol letova Adar and Avara. We're all sitting now in an interesting, um, interesting, they call it a fork. When you drive the, on the road, an intersection. You can go to the right, you can go to the left. And you need to know where you're going in order, you have signs and they can lead you wherever you want to go. Right now we're in intersection throughout the world. We're in intersection in America. And it's a section in Eretz Yisrael. In Eretz Yisrael, there's an election coming up in four days. Four days. Now you might say, okay, election, what does that have to do with anything? Those elections are not simple elections. Those elections determine, it's election between, not two parties. It's not election between whether it's going to be more to the right or more to the left. It's an election that decides if the Jewish nation would be a Jewish nation, who it would be, a Goyish nation. A Goy nation, much like that. The party that's running against the, the government right now, are, are, they, they, they put in their flag the symbol of anti-Judaism. Everything that has to do with Judaism. Not religious. We're not talking about being religious. We're not talking about religion. It's not, not anti-religion. It's anti-Judaism, which means, right now, if you want to get married... You have to marry a Jewish person. If you don't want to marry a Jewish person, so uh, you could do whatever you want, but the Rabbanut is not going to get involved with you, and you're not going to get a lot of benefits because of that. Just as a citizen, you'll get whatever the citizen, but you want to get married. You want a rabbi to marry you. He's not going to marry you if you're not, if you're not complying by the rules of the halacha. You want to get divorced, Lo Alenu. There's laws how to do that. You want to, uh, to on Shabbat, there's a, there's, a, there's a look of Shabbat in Eretz Israel right now. Not everything is open, buses are not running, and so on and so forth. You come on Shabbat, it looks like a different day. It looks like an off day. They want to cancel everything to make it look like a regular city in Rome, a regular city in Paris. That's it. Everything Shabbat would be all the same. And anybody that wants to get divorced, you want to get married, you don't need rabbis anymore. You don't need the, the rabbinate. You don't need the beddin. You don't need anything for anything. Everything is going to change. They want to dry out all the money that they give to yeshivot, which means yeshivot will be closed down. They want to send all the talmidei yeshivot to the army, which means there's no more Torah. This is what's going on in another four days from now. It's a dangerous time. Very dangerous time. Because... It's a declaration of war against HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's not a declaration of whether it's going to be more to the right, more to the left. No, it's a declaration that we don't want HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's an election that decides, does Am Israel interested in HaKadosh Baruch Hu? Or they say to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, go somewhere else, we're not interested. Leave us over here and go away. That's what it is. Now you think it's only so in Eretz Israel? Unfortunately, it's not any less dangerous in America. Election coming up in America. 
between a candidate that loves Am Yisrael and tries to do so many good things, benefit the Am Yisrael in so many different ways, and another party that declares every day how much they want to stop supporting Israel. This anti-Semite Jew, Sanders, says that he wants to stop support for Israel completely. No support for Israel. He wants to change everything that was done till now. Uh, for instance, the, the embassy in Jerusalem, he wants to bring back to Tel Aviv, and so on and so forth. It's not only him, but he's the most radical, because Jews are very radical. And when we come to the Megillah, we come to the Megillah, we see that this is what Megillah Tester is all about. In the Pitcha, Chazal say, Rav Yitzchak patach Megillah bepasuk zeh. Rav Yitzchak said the following pasuk whenever he started learning Megillah. It's, it's pasuk in Mishlei. Birvot tzadikim ismach am. Uvimshol rasha yeenach am. Bimshol tzadikim or birvot tzadikim ismach am. What does it mean birvot tzadikim? When a tzadik becomes a leader, the nation is happy, it's rejoicing. It's a good atmosphere like we have today. Today we live in America. We have such a president that loves Jews. You see that openly. It's such a good feeling. He helps out in so many different ways. It's, it's, it's beautiful. But when you have a wicked person that rules over the world, what happens? People starting feeling bad. People start having anacha. Anacha means they're like, you, they, they, they feel, they make like, oh, oish. Where is this called? Says Rav Yitzchak, what does that pasuk mean? When the tzaddikim become leaders, they become great. There's rejoice in the world. When the wicked people become the leaders, people are sad, people are in pain, and because of that also charon af, which means HaKadosh Baruch is also angry at that time. This is what the Megillah starts. When Achashverosh became the leader, everything became sad, not good. There was all kinds of decrees, decrees against the Jews, and almost complete decree to annihilate the entire Jewish nation. Says the Masechet Megillah, what's the word Achashverosh? The word, the name, represents Shushcheru Pneihem Shel Yisrael Be'amav Keshulei Kedera. Which means, Kedera means a pot. Pot always on the bottom is black. Today, the pots are made very well. It used to be, before they were made so well, today they make condensed and good, stainless steel. But beforehand, Kedera, the pot on the bottom, always was black. That's how people were. People were walking, so to speak, with black impressions on their face. They felt very sad. They felt very frightened. It was a time of pain, time of very crisis within Klal Israel. Rabbi Yochanan Amar, kol shezokho, wazmin achashverosh, kol shezokho, omer, ach lerosho, ach. My head, my head. That's what it's called. Ach, chashverosh. Person that's chash berosho, which means you feel a headache. People, the Gemara says, whenever they just mention the word Achashverosh, would feel a headache. How do you feel a headache when you mention somebody's name? That's what happens when you went through something bad in your life. 
So you have a trauma. And, you, and anything that reminds you of that bad thing, it's called association. It, you have association to what happened. So whenever you n- just mention the word Achashverosh, ah, people will get tense. And people will get a headache because of that. That's the name. Ach, chash, verosh. Rabbi Hanina amar shakol nasim rashim beyamav. People became poor in his days. How did he become poor? He made decrees. When you have a bad leader, sometimes the economy becomes terrible. When you have a good leader, the economy becomes bad. Now, how does it happen? There's always ways how to explain how things happen. But if you take a look in our time and age, there's never been in America, such elevation of an economy that's up, an uprising momentum that, that's growing so well. Why is that? Why is that? It could be that the president is a genius in economy, and he does things that nobody thought before. I don't know. But we have in the Torah Kedusha certain places that tells us how to make the economy grow very well. And it's against what the professionals would explain. If you go to those that are professional in economy, and they're the advisors, the best advisors in economy, they'll tell you certain things to do. Torah says different things. What are they? Torah says that if you keep the Torah, and so on and so forth, the, the, the economy would be great. The economy would be great. Now when you see that America is so well, it could be, it could just very be that this is because we have a president that supports Am Israel in such a way. When you support Am Israel in such a way, beautiful things happen. On the contrary, when you have a president that doesn't like Am Israel, it could be that he does everything correct according to the book, according to his advisors, according to logic, according to uh, experience. Economy is not good in Obama time. Economy wasn't successful. Economy was terrible in America. Before then, it was a recession. They gave uh, back Gush Katif. There was a terrible thing in America. There was a, a terrible recession. Why is that? We can explain it logically. But the Torah doesn't say like that. Torah says, Im telechu, lo telechu. Simple as that. HaKadosh Baruch controls the world. And once HaKadosh Baruch controls the world, that's exactly how things turn to be. Interesting thing. Now, if this is true in America, it could be true for another reason also. Torah says that when Am Israel keeps the Torah, and when the Torah is being studied in the world, so that brings bracha to the world. When it says in Bechukotai Telechu, Rashi says, Shetiyu Amelim Batorah. When you teach Torah, when you learn Torah, when you spread Torah, when there's a lot of people that learn Torah, the Torah says, all the brachot will come. Sukim in the Torah, that's not some kind of perush, it's not some kind of sifre musar, it's not some... The Torah speaks out like this clearly, openly. And the Torah says that in Bechukotai, people would not learn Torah. What happens? All the terrible kelalot. That's what the Torah says, so you can't deny that. Could be that today, we see on, in our own eyes, it's a miracle that people don't even open their eyes to see how it works. But in Eretz Israel, there's something that it's a phenomenon that can't be explained. Within 72 years since the land of the, the country of Israel came to an existence, it became 
the eighth more powerful country in the world. The eighth most powerful country in the world. That's unbelievable. Which means you have the most powerful country in the world, that's America. Then you had Russia. You had, you had China. Head. Head. Today it's not any more powerful in any way. <laughs> China is gone. China is gone. Then you have European countries. Europe is gone. It's nothing there. You go to Italy, you can't come out of the house. If you come out of the house, in some places, they arrest you. You have to stay in the house. So Europe is gone, whether it's because of the Muslim revolution, or because, yes, or because, if you take a look, it's interesting that also the Black Plague also hit first China. This is a long time ago. We're talking about 600 years ago. It killed third third of the, of, the, of the world. Third of the world were wiped out, wiped out by the plague. Third of the world. Which year? 1400? Around 14 something. Was it the bubonic also? Yes, yes. Third of the world. Now, where did it start? Also in China. And then it spread to Europe. It killed continents. People were dying right and left. Continents were wiped out. Countries were wiped out. There was left few people here, few people there. This is what happened back then. So it's interesting that those places were hit. And that's exactly what's happening right now. First in China, then in Rome. Why did it get to, uh, to, to first in China and then in Italy? So you come with your own explanation. But, when you, but one thing that you see so clearly, that in Eretz Israel, that has one of the most successful economies in the world, the eighth most powerful country in the world, in combination of army, military, economy, um, people that come, the tourists that come in, the, the, the unbelievable amount of different things that they produce to the world, all kind of inventions, all kind of medical inventions, all kind of technology. Am Israel are doing something, Am Israel and Eretz Israel are doing something that is beyond, you can't understand it. Now, why is it that Am Israel are so successful? They weren't successful beforehand. Beforehand, before uh, Eretz Israel uh, became uh, the country of Israel, people were in, uh, in the Holocaust. It was a terrible time. What happened? What changed? It could be that to- today, I'm, I'm, I'm saying could be, it could be that since today you have more Torah than you had ever before. N- there was never time in history when you had so many yeshivot. So many kolelim, so many people that learn Torah. When you have people that learn Torah by the masses, you go to Eretz Israel, you walk into Bnei Brak, it's a Ir Torah. You walk into Kiryat Sefer, Ir Torah. You walk to Yerushalayim, Torah. You walk to Bet Shemesh, you walk today even to regular places that uh, there was not even Shomre Shabbat years ago. Just one here, there. There was a shul there. There was today. These places became. Places with yeshivot, with kolelim, it's growing, it's beautiful. And together with that, you have the berachah coming. It goes hand in hand. People on Torah, Hashem Barach sends all the good things that it says in Parashat Bechukotai, in Parashat Kitavo. When we come to such a time that it's, 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 it's a frightening thing. If that is true, what I'm saying, and we come to such a time four days before, the, the inter, intersection. You're standing right before the inter, intersection. Either you go to the right and continue 
the growth and the Torah and the beauty and the chizuk and, and Hashem's blessing, or you go to the left. And then it's terrible. So he said over here, we said, Birvot tzadikim ismacham ubimshol rasha yenacham. Besha'ash tzadikim notlim gedula. Chedva v'simcha ba'olam. When Am Yisrael have tzadikim learning Torah, and the leaders are leading and are allowing it and supporting it, ismacham. The simcha chedva v'simcha ba'olam. Not only Am Yisrael is rejoicing. The whole world is better. The whole world is better. Ubesha'ash ha'rashaim notlim gedula. But if it turns over, that wicked people take over, like Bernie Sanders, that hates Am Israel, hates the Jewish nation, and the rest as well, but him openly, because he's a Jew. A Jew can speak against a Jew, right? When you are from the same nation, try to say something to somebody that's from a different sect, you become a racist, a bitchet, this, how they call it. They have all different names for it. But them themselves, they can talk like this to themselves, right? So, frightening thing. If the Rashaim take over, whether it's here or Israel, over here, I spoke in the past and I said it's even much worse. In New York, right now, it's in court that they want to pass a law that uh, students in Yeshiva can't learn Torah anymore. It should be just a subject in Yeshiva, which means throughout Yeshiva, right now, you learn two hours um, secular studies, a little bit English, a little bit math, three hours, whatever it is. Yes. And the rest of the day, they learn Torah. So the kid learns five hours Torah and two hours secular studies just to be equipped with all the things that you know in the world, math, uh, English. So they know Jewish people, Jewish kids are smart, they're bright. Why are they bright? They came from nowhere. It came because they learned Torah. When you learn Torah, you sharp your mind. Then you come to the world, you go into business, you're way ahead of everybody, way ahead. Where's this way ahead comes from? Because your mind is sharp. Your mind was, was always... And you have the Berachah as well. What do they want to do now? They want to stay, teach five hours secular studies by law. If you don't do that, you go to jail. The, the yeshiva closes down, and, you, and the parents, uh, the, they, can't, they can't not send the, the children to... To a school that teaches five hours of regular studies, secular studies, and then one hour of Torah, which means you're limiting Torah to zero, to nothing. And this is a, this is a scary time. And if that, I said in a shiur, and I said, if that happens, and they pass such a law, we all must have to leave New York and go somewhere else. We all have to leave. We all go to New Jersey. We buy a house over there. The unfortunate is, that when it starts in one place, it spreads to another place. So if they may pass a law here, then it goes to another state. You move to Israel, that's it. So you move to Israel. But I'm saying it's a dangerous time. We're holding before an election. Be'ezrat Hashem, it's all going to be good. Mashiach will come. And we're going to see all good things. But I'm just showing you that the, the, the bracha that we have in the world, you can see in your own eyes comes from learning Torah. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.